Hi, everybody. It's your weird uncle from Sneaker Town, and I wish I was Canadian, so I'm on a Canadian podcast. It's SB Mitch, and you're listening to episode 158 of Canada Got Souls True Desires podcast. Let's do it! Now, I said there was going to be an awkward silence to let the music run out, but the music is was done quite some time ago. Um, <laughs> what's going on, everyone? And welcome to True Two Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I am joined by the rest of the quarantine at Canada Got Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Yes, sir. Mr. Alvin Martinez. Yes, sir. First of all, so before we get to the the guest, he's already had a really long introduction, so he can wait half a second. <laughs> Boys, we're back. Holy, we are. Crap. I missed you guys, man. Back. Two and a back. half weeks. Joel was sick. I was sick. Damn. We had a, a scheduled guest who bailed at the last second, so we had to bail out of that episode completely. But after all is said and done, we are back. I'm glad we're all healthy. Thanks to all the listeners who uh, reached out and hit us up and let us know that True. they missed us. We missed you guys too. Believe me. We missed mm-hmm. you guys too. Uh, the podcast is usually pretty rusty, but imagine after two weeks off, it will be even rustier. <laughs> so please bear with us. But uh, without further ado, our guest, he's YouTube famous by day and a YouTube nobody by night. <laughs> it's pretty night, night and day is pretty much the same if you ask me. Apparently, he only buys beater boxes now, but he seems to be doing all right. <laughs> This episode will either be great or awful. I'm still not sure which. Say what's up to our pal, your favorite sneaker boomer, S.B. Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, fellas. Thanks for Truly being here, bro. This is awesome. We had, we had a yeah, two-week hiatus, awesome. and we had to come out the gate in last place. So I'm glad that you're here. Um, <laughs> hopefully the episode progresses better. But, uh, man, we're happy to have you. Really, for real, we're happy to have you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. It's, it's, it's it really, I mean, I can't under i can't stress how much of an honor this is like I'm, i've been a long time listener first time caller but um yeah i mean i just love canada so much there's nothing i wouldn't do for you and your people i love that people talk about canada like it's like a puppy like i just love i just love puppies so much there's an, i love watching you guys on instagram i like all the little puppy photos on instagram i would do anything for a puppy i just want to adopt you all and and show you that the U.S. dollar is so much better. Um, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> I, I digress. Pretty We've much, got yeah. a great show for you guys this week. We've been gone for two whole weeks, so we have a ton yep. of pent-up energy to let loose during this episode. We're going to start our fire round talking about laces. Then Ooh. we have to talk about, we, we have to talk about, during this week in kicks, the Nike VP and her son. I'm sure oh everybody God. has heard about it at this <laughs> oh, point. Dude. We may just spend the entire episode talking about that and just, like, ignore Mitch because it's just so juicy. Um, after that, we're jumping right into <laughs> things with Mitch. He's going to play 21 Gestions and then tell us more about how he got into sneakers. Then we're going to talk YouTube, mystery beater boxes, and dunks. But first... Joel. Whoosh. Fire round. Yes, the fire round. I think I caught Alvin off guard a little bit there. I apologize. (laughs) 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 Yes, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from Fire Round Champion Weekends with Walt. 
And so he sent this question as like a real question. And I do want to apologize to to John out in San Diego for this because he sent me this like genuinely like he had a question for me. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. I'm going to use it on the podcast. And this was three weeks ago. This is before our hiatus. <laughs> and I just didn't answer the sorry, question. Like, oh, it's good for the podcast. We're going to use it. It's good yeah, content. Sorry, John. Um, but he wants to know, the quick shoelace question. Do you keep your extra laces in the box they came in or in a communal box so you can see what you have without digging through every box? He says, mine are all still in boxes they came in, but I think I'm going to put them in one place. What triggered me was uh, I opened a bunch of boxes looking for gray laces to put in the cool gray threes. So Ooh. I'll go for I didn't know that cool gray threes didn't come with gray laces. That seems like a mistake on someone's part. But anyways, I digress. Um, I started like when I started collecting sneakers, I would put all my laces in a communal box i still have this massive nike snowboard boot box full of laces but the reason i did that was because i worked at shoe stores for like 10 years so anytime i saw a cool extra pair of laces in any shoe that was coming out i would just take it apologies to my previously (laughs) previous employers for that but uh, that's how i have so many laces now i find myself keeping them in the actual boxes they came in um, I don't know why. Maybe it's just laziness. Maybe it's because the uh, communal box is very, very full. But uh, I have a mix of both. But I feel like the way to go, I feel like the answer to this question is a communal box. But we'll see what you guys have to say. Uh, Joel, what about you? Do you do the uh, communal shoelace box or are you, all your boxes? Are you the? Oh, I feel like you're the OCD type who has all the original everything with the original everything. <laughs> no, I, just, I started off just like you. But instead of putting them all into a box... I would just drape them over, like, you know, my, my shoe shelf rack. It's, like, right on the side. Like, I don't know if you can see it behind mm, me. Yeah, but yeah. They're just hanging mm. from, like, there. But I have those there. I have those mixed in with, like, fat laces and stuff like that. But I, I, as I got older, I started leaving them in the box that it came with. Just so that, like, you know, when I were to pull out the shoe, it would be like, oh, shit, there's another another set of laces for this shoe. That's right. You know what I mean? So it's, like... It'll, it's like a quick reminder, like, yo, if you want to swap these laces out, this is the, the, the other laces it came with, like, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, just just like you, I started off like that, but then, you know, I just started leaving them in the boxes. So, so Joel yeah, also man. is the, the hybrid model of the two. Let's see if we can get a definitive answer from anybody <laughs> here. Um, Alvin, what about you? Yeah. Communal box or a mix of both or what? Uh, so, like, like lawrence and spending time at shoe stores uh definitely communal box just because there were many times where okay so i didn't i may or may not have taken laces like lawrence has because of whatever but there were also times where people were like i don't want the box and then i'd look inside and there were like dope ass colored laces and i'd be like why are you wasting laces bro and i just take them um and obviously because i didn't have the og box for those i'd throw them in a communal box uh, I believe for my newer pickups, uh, like anything from three years ago and up, like the laces are still in there, even though I probably will eventually put all the laces into the communal box. Um, just because like with the shoes that I have, I, I'll already lace swap them into the laces that I would want them in anyway. And uh, yeah, honestly, the communal box for me is the way to go just in case like I need a white pair of laces because white laces just get trashed so easily. Um. Yeah, I'll say commun- communal box right now. All right, 
Mitch, let's see. Because you're in the same, a similar boat as me, as I know you have a lot of dunk SBs, and almost every single time they come with an extra pair of laces. What's the correct answer, yeah. Mitch? In the box. I keep them in the original box. I don't know why. And it's it's not like usually even a, a thing of like, if I want to do a lace swap or anything like that, it's just, it's just where they go and it makes sense to me. And I was noticing the trend I don't know if it was because both Joel and Alvin have kids, but you're like, as I got older, I just leave them in the box. And I think that's probably a good idea because I think as you get older, you just have less free time. Yeah, man. Like, and those 30 <laughs> yeah. seconds looking through a communal box, that can that can mean sleep. I don't yeah. blame you one bit. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I keep mine in the box, but my personals right now are down to I have 12 personals now. Damn. I don't know if you guys have a similar, or this is just me going really deep on on SB laces, but when they come tied up in the cute little bow, like the, I don't know what it's, the actual name is called, I have such a hard time using those laces because they look so nice. I have like mm-hmm. stacks and stacks and stacks of like the pretty tied up, nice looped up SB laces just sitting there. Like, and I'm like, I do need a pair of like army green <laughs> round laces, but... I'll go buy a pair because this one looks really nice tied up in a bow like this. Are you guys? In the yeah, same it looks boat like a really people? nicely rolled sushi roll. It's yeah. it's just it's like you don't want to mess with that. Like no. it's the same the same the same idea of like wow, I don't want to eat that because it looks so pretty. It's like with certain laces, it just looks so pretty and just like don't touch it, just leave it, just leave it. I I feel the same way almost sometimes when when shoes come with like three or four lace bags on it and you're like, that just looks so cool attached to the little thing there. Like the the top three Jordan one came with like, I think, white, black, red and blue all attached to the shoe. And I'm like, this just looks so cool with the whole dangly situation. I don't even want to. But yeah, maybe that's just. OCD. I don't know. We'll have to get that checked out. But anyways, um, John, thank you for the question. Um, if you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at canadagotsoul at gmail.com. Next up, the CGS picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop-de-whoop, or Alvin's trademarked phrase super cute Ooh, that was like an australian Ooh. mixed with like a frenchman i think i don't know oh, super cute that. okay sure yeah Whoa, you just got further away from it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um so i was gonna let alvin go first but that was embarrassing so i'm actually gonna go first now uh my pick this week i'm excited about this pair man and i i probably say that it, about every week but i'm excited about this pair and it's the uh air jordan 3 in collaboration with we could have used Alvin's French for this one. Ama Maniere. I don't know if I said that right, but it's a, a it's a sneaker boutique. I have three locations. There's one in ooh Atlanta, DC, and Houston. They are releasing an Air Jordan Three in some premium materials, mostly white tumbled leather upper in place of the elephant print. You have like long haired suede clear almost like an off-white nike air heel tab patinaed midsole i think it's called like a deep violet on the heel counter like above the midsole uh quilted lining like crazy Mm. embroidered detail on the tongue with their uh i don't know how to say their name their logo 
just all around, man. Really cool shoe. When I first saw them, I wasn't sure, but then I saw detailed images. I was like, yeah, these are the shit. I, I called them the modern day cause four because just the yeah. quality and the execution and the strength of the collaboration itself is just, it's screaming that to me. And then when I personally dubbed them as such, I decided personally again that I needed to have them. So the release date <laughs> has not been confirmed yet, but they're said to only be releasing on, uh, Ama Manier's website. Uh, whenever that happens, supposed to be spring 2021. Uh, apparently also full family sizing, which is cool. Ooh, so all the way from toddler up cool, until cool. I think they're going to be done in women's sizing. I think it's technically supposed to be a women's shoe. But when they okay. say full family sizing, that means I'm sure toddler to preschool to grade school, all the way up to a women's 9,000. So anyone who wants a mm. pair will be able to get a pair. I'm quite sure. And yeah, I'm going to go for these 200 USD. You're probably looking at 280 to 300 Canadian. Yeah. I'm yeah. all in. I have the highest mm. bid on stock X right now. Holla at your mm. boy. Uh, <laughs> super cool. cute. Whoop-de-whoop. Let's go. I like this shoe. Yes, sir. I really like I really like the details on the lace tips. Yes. It says work harder. Yes. Very cool. Mm-hmm. cool yes. man, or cool. if you were, it also says harder work, depending on, I guess, your mood. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just... <laughs> it just depends on the order you read. <laughs> um, all right. So that's my pick. No one else's will be as good, but we'll go with Joel next. What's up? Okay, so my pick is the Nike SB Dunk High Hawaii. Okay, I lied. These are really good, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. These are so cool, man. Like, the upper is like a, it's like a tropical, um, you get tropical vibes. It's got, like, flowers, hibiscus plant, and, like, all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's, like, in a green, green motif. motif. Um, the, the midsole is, like, white. The uh, outsole is like a it's like a patina uh, brown, like a light khaki brown. But the really cool part of this is that the tongue and the swoosh, it's like a, a woven woven hemp kind of material. Yeah, man. man, these are so cool. They bang these out of the park. Um, these drop um, sometime in 2021, uh, 120 US, which is probably like 160 Canadian. But these are bangers, man. You can take a look at these um, upon, like, you know, sneaker news and stuff like that. These are, like, a super, super cute for me. I like these a lot. But, yeah, man, the details are crazy, though. I like anything floral. You already sold me. So, yeah, I like this a lot, a lot, a lot. For real, yo, for real. Um, all right, yeah, man. two solid picks in a row. Alvin, what do you got? I has, uh, I mean, obviously, Air Max Month. Um, so it was only right that I chose the Adidas Sean Watherspoon <laughs> ZX 8000 so funny. Super Earth. Funny guy. <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> Mitch is on you. I got to try to make him laugh as much as he makes me laugh. So. Um, yeah. Yo, these Super Earths are definitely a unique sneaker. Um, you can see like the recycled materials in there with the burlap sack replacing the mesh. Um, and then you have like the uh some some flannel plaids on there like a green with what it what seems to be like a dark pink slash maroon and then similar to the superstar that he released Mm -hmm. he's got the stitched floral on the outside with like the excess um stitching i guess you could say thank you thank you that's what i wanted to say (laughs) that red and then uh that ropey stuff 
And then if you look on the inside of the shoe, you see the ropey stuff stitched in as the <laughs> tray foil. Um, and yeah. then another cool part is if you look at the heel counter, the plastic part, there's some loose uh, ropey stuff in there, too, just to represent more ropey stuff, which is pretty dope. Um, overall, a cool shoe, man. Um, definitely not for everyone. I personally like them. I like mm-hmm. that like loudness slash weirdness, and that plaid is pretty dope too. Yes. Um, plus, it's a ZX eight thousand, so like you already know ZX eight thousands. I love them. Uh, these are gonna be a yep. super duper cute for me, um, just because babies are coming and mm-hmm. life. Yep. I want to know the odds um, because we're getting official images now. I have to figure that we're getting close to a release. And there's not many pairs left in A to ZX. Like I think they're they're winding down now. I want to know the odds or the pettiness levels that could be involved if Adidas slash Sean Watherspoon have the cojones to drop these on March 26th. If in some oh, 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 way, oh. if if they could purposely or quote unquote, <laughs> oh I forgot, whatever drop these on air max day i think it would be i apparently there's no bad blood between sean and nike which is believable and not believable at the same time yeah i would love to they would take my money 100 percent. you would take my money if these dropped on air max day well 100 according to this it's supposed to be friday march 12th but with all the with all the delays (laughs) and because of covid it may be like an oops March 26th. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens in a couple weeks. Of COVID. <laughs> even, even Air Max month is already kind of funny when you think about it. The fact that they had, they started A to ZX in September and of all the months they chose March. Like it doesn't seem like an accident. Um, but Air Max day would have just been, ooh, who petty. I love my petty and that would have been off the chart pettiness levels. But uh, yeah. So yeah. Mitch, what do you got for us? Uh, my pick is actually part of a pack that releases slated for summer 2021. Um, it's one pair from the Nike Dunk Low Free 99 pack. Uh, there's two colorways releasing. Uh, one of them is the official colorway is black, dark chocolate, copa, pink foam. Uh, but the one that I'm more interested in is the uh, primarily lighter colored one. It's white, light chocolate, Roma green. It's a mismatched dunk low. Uh, so it's going to be hard to yeah. describe them because they are <laughs> two different shoes. But it's got white vamp, yeah. white side panels, white ankle collars, just like any other dunk low. It's an all leather shoe. Uh, the left shoe has a yellow mud guard. The right shoe has a teal mud guard. I mean, there's just this this mm. shoe is it looks like. It kind of looks like the eBay dunks. I was to me. gonna say that I didn't. I didn't <laughs> want to say it because it's kind of sacred, but it's it looks eBay. Yeah, man. but I mean, this shoe is just like it embodies pretty much everything that I love about sneakers, in the fact that it matches my personality, aka loud and obnoxious. Yes. Um, <laughs> even to the last detail of the shoe of the the, the sole, the white midsole white stitching with a gum outsole last chef's kiss mm-hmm. like that's the perfect that's the perfect way to end an yeah. almost perfect shoe if you ask me um I, I i don't know any official date but they're saying summer 2021 and just like what alvin said it could be later could be earlier who knows mm-hmm. um i don't really know if there's any kind of 
tie in with any kind of theme to it, but I'm just, I'm big fan of, big fan of bright, fun colorways because that's what shoes are are about to me so yes sir that's my pick that's it so just from just what from what it sounds like these are you're gonna try and go for these these are yes (laughs) i'm at a point in my collection where if 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 it's like what's that that demon that if one dies two are born or whatever with me it's if one shoe comes in one shoe has to leave so i gotta hedge my bets Mm mm-hmm it's going to be tough because the only other like non SB dunk low I have is the Viotex, and those are not going anywhere. Those are not going anywhere. Well, uh, w- please keep us updated on, on and that's which a pair. loud shoe too. Man. Yeah, that's also a loud shoe. Keep us updated on uh, which pair ends up leaving. I'd be very interested to know what yeah. this takes the place of because they, like you said, as soon as I pulled up the image, I was waiting for anybody to say eBay, and yeah. Right away, the, especially the one with the uh, red heel strap and the uh, yeah. yellow mod guard is eBay, yellow, eBay, yeah, eBay, yellow, yeah. AF. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like these a lot too. Mismatched sneakers are always fun. Um, all right, next up, This Week in Kicks. Mm. This is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And honestly, nothing, <laughs> el- nothing else really matters for the rest of the year after this news. This is the best news I've ever heard. I a lot of people are like really worked up about it. A lot of people are angry. I just think it's hilarious. One, maybe just because Canada doesn't have sneakers anyways, so we never had a chance regardless. <laughs> you know, honestly, maybe you should you, we yeah. sympathize with you guys because we never had sneakers and apparently you guys never had sneakers either. But um anyways, so the news <laughs> if you haven't heard is a uh, a top level executive at Nike has stepped down. This is following the news that her son is a very high-volume reseller. He owns and operates a store, West Coast Sneakers, out in Portland. Um, He's often posting photos in front of uh, stacks and stacks and hundreds and hundreds of shoes. Lots of the time it is Nike or Jordan sneakers. Um, So basically a a Bloomberg news article published. I, I think that he thought that he was like doing something. He's like, yo, I am the coolest guy. I'm being covered by Bloomberg. And then all of a sudden, Bloomberg like news articled him. And they were like, oh, actually, we found oh. out all this dirt. Oh, does Mitch have some He actually inside? paid Bloomberg to have the interview. Oh. They did not approach him. He approached them. I only know this because I know a lot of people that run in the same circles on sneaker Twitter with that kid. So I have, I have lots of thoughts. Oh boy! They're gonna sound like crazy conspiracy theories about this, but oh, sorry to interrupt. Continue. No, please. That that was that makes it even. Ju- like I said, this is my favorite news story probably ever. That makes it even better. Like I said, he thought he was doing something. He's like, "Yo, I'm being. I'm gonna get interviewed by Bloomberg." And then all of a sudden, it really Bloomberg just like newsed the hell out of him, and they like pulled up the credit card statement that he had yeah, sent them crazy, to Flex, bro. and it was connected to his mom who works at Nike. She's uh, a VP slash general manager of North America. Um, so the guy's name is Joe. Um, he, ins- he actually insisted to the story's author that his personal connection to a Nike executive not be written about in the piece. And then after it was brought up, he cut off communication with Bloomberg. So he clearly realized halfway through, he's like, oh, shit, I think I might have I'm made- going into a tunnel. I think I've made, yeah. a- I think I've made a-, a big, big mistake here. Um, so where it really gets dicey is that one of Anne, her name was, sorry, the, the woman in question, her name is Anne Hebert. Um, one of Anne's divisions was the Nike sneakers app. And 
allegedly the brand Nike um, puts a lot of money into making sure that the launches on sneakers are not botted, that they make it through all that stuff and get into the hands of the consumers. Um, while on the other hand, her son is a very high volume reseller who has who bragged in the Bloomberg article that he does, in fact, use bots. <laughs> to, to get sneakers. Um, actually, the credit card statement in question that Bloomberg was sent by him was after he used bots on Yeezy Supply, and that was the credit card that belonged to his mother. It was a whole... It's, this is the messiest thing, and I love it. And then news after hey. that broke, which is also my favorite. Everything about this is my favorite. This is also the same guy who bought slash found six pairs of Nike mags in, in the storage lockers out in Portland, Oregon. The story goes, he either, I don't remember how it was. It's kind of fuzzy. He either found them in storage lockers or he quote unquote bought them from someone mm-hmm. who found them in storage yeah. lockers. So obviously the internet's having a field day with that. Um, honestly, like, I'm sure there was some shady shit going on. I'm sure he was using his mom's discount to buy stuff and flip stuff. I don't know if necessarily Nike was sending him stuff directly. Maybe Mitch has some more conspiracy theories on that. But uh, I think it's just a heavy conflict of interest. Apparently, Nike knew about it and didn't really care at 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 some essence. Um, yeah, I think it's a conflict of interest, but I don't think that this one little kid was taking away John Doe or this guy over here in texas is one pair or two pair of shoes off sneakers so um mitch just give us the uh the american side of this please let us know i want the <laughs> i want the crazy conspiracy i want the aluminum foil hat give me all that so um uh the whole yeezy supply thing like the, i guess like the card he used was his mom's corporate card and he rang up like one hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars. oh yeah. my oh. god which is hilarious because i mean it's yeezys so you'd spend $132,000 to make $132,000 and $14 and 88 cents. But um, that's where they, they tied it into that apparently. Now this is all, I mean, nothing, none of this is like confirmed. I don't know the dude personally. I just know because I did live in Portland for about two and a half years. So I do know some people out there. I do know the storage locker. He did pay for it and it was bought off of an ex Nike employee. So he knew what was in there. He didn't he find knew. it by any means. He knew. He knew they were there. He knew. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest, like, it just makes me mad that he kind of just like screwed over his mom because yeah, you know, for sure. You know, she's, yeah. it's, she's, she got forced out in a very male heavy, like field. God, oh, it makes me so mad that this could have been avoided or it shouldn't have been done in the first place. Mm-hmm. I think the fact, I think honestly, because I just know of this kid, I know he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, so he probably did all this stuff either without asking uh, because I would find it very hard to believe that an intelligent person in a position like Ann Hebert was in would allow this kind of thing to happen, especially knowing what's, you know, what company policy is. Now the sneakers thing. <laughs> I need to inhale for a little bit because of this. People need to realize sneakers in the U.S. is the most widely used sneaker purchasing app, I guess you could say. And there was a huge influx of people, especially during the beginning of the pandemic, that were working in the restaurant field, working in the hospitality field, that could not work. And these are kids that are between the ages of like 
19 and 25, 26. So what's yeah. big with that demographic? Streetwear, sneakers. They know that yeah. this stuff flips. There was an influx mm-hmm. of people that age that all flocked to Nike and Adidas just to get whatever they can because they saw an article on Complex or they saw it on the local news of some kid named Ethan that flips sneakers or whatever. So they're like, oh, cool, I can make money doing this. So Nike sneakers, I can't confirm this, but I've noticed that there were just randos hitting after there was probably some kind of mass influx of people going into sneakers to buy them and flip them. And I honestly think a lot of people that are mad about not being able to hit on sneakers are the same people that have the mentality of, of like boomers that are like, I don't trust the internet because I don't understand it. <laughs> they don't understand sneakers. So they make up these wild, wild stories, yeah. which even what I'm saying could be a wild story. And I'm almost 40 years old. So hi, I'm in that, <laughs> that generation too. But uh, I think people are grasping at straws, trying to find something to explain why they can't hit you know, the, the the taupe fours or something like that yeah. on sneakers. Granted, it is bad app. There's people that are like, well, what you have to do is do a reset and, you know, use a different number. Like, I, I need to delete my account and try a new one and it'll hit all the time. It's, like, it's not that. It's 100% pure luck, if you ask me. Like, I have a very seasoned account that I opened when they first launched sneakers in February 2015 or 16. I think it was 15. Maybe before that, I don't know, whatever. But I get early access. Like I got early access on UNLV dunks. I got early access on off-weight fives. Um, I've hit sneakers pass, which is a thing in bigger cities, but I think that might have something to do with it too. I got early access on uh, um, off-weight fours when they came out. Like it's, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like it's people with old accounts like me hit all the time. People with new accounts that hit all the time because they don't have any, uh, history with Nike. I don't know. I think I went completely off topic, but like, no, yeah, I, I think people are looking for reasons to explain it and they can't. So they make stuff up. Yeah. This is obviously a, a big mm. lightning rod now. Like it, it looks bad from the sense of Nike already having the bad PR rep of people trying and not having enough pairs to, to fulfill the demand. I, like I said, I a hundred percent agree. Nike was not giving the early acts. The memes are funny. The you're in line behind Ann Hibbert or whatever. It was super funny. Um, all the memes or whatever, but it's it's not real for any. I had a couple of people in my DMs, literally when I posted the Nike Air Mag thing, like or sorry, the Nike Mag. I keep calling it an Air Mag. It's not an Air Mag. The Nike Mag. Um, I posted that, and someone's like, "Ooh, well, at least we're gonna have a better chance now, you know, to hit on sneakers." And I'm like, "No, bro, it does no. <laughs> it's not like that. It definitely looked bad, yeah. but at the end of the day, you're not still not gonna hit on sneakers. It doesn't matter. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely also." want to echo the whole like this son fucked over his mom who worked for the company for 25 years and worked her way up yeah. to a really high level position at a like you said a male dominated brand and culture so uh it is it is a big shame and she did apparently step down on her own regard after the uh the article dropped so she knew that her son is in big bag of dicks and uh just was basically taking her medicine for what he did so definitely our heart goes out to her I don't think that she necessarily did anything wrong. Maybe Nike should have said, hey, if your son wants to do this, separate yourself from it somehow and don't use your corporate credit card. But uh, whatever. I, it's just, it's a, it is a hilarious situation, but it's also a sad situation. You never want to see yeah. anybody lose their job. But uh, yeah. 
I have a feeling she will have no problem finding work oh, right no. away. Yeah. I mean, it's in Portland, Oregon. So you have a, you have Adidas, you have Under Armour, Under Armour there. there. There's yeah. also just Portland is such a bustling uh, business scene. Is that a thing? I don't know what I'm talking about. She will have no problem <laughs> finding work. I mean, she's extremely talented and extremely intelligent. Um, she just has a dumb kid. And that's her only Achilles heel at the moment. Yeah. So she needs to get rid of that dumb kid yeah. and then she'll be fine. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> All right. Next up, we could talk about this the entire day, but we're going to move on. Next up, previously in kicks, this is the part of the show where we review our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. And it was two week, two and a half weeks ish since we last recorded. So there, there may be some stuff to report here. Let's start with uh, Joel. Anything for you? It's been actually three weeks for Joel. Anything for you? Yeah. No, nothing, man. Nothing at all for me. Just uh, no si- sick in bed and quiet. sick of being sick in bed for Joel. Sick in bed yeah. and fucking just like, yeah, nothing. <laughs> Nada. Um, Alvin, anything for you in the last <laughs> two two weeks-ish? Uh, I can't remember if I talked about it last pod, but I got the ZX5000 torsions from the Adidas fam. Um, the all yellow super joints. Dope, the all yellow yeah. joints, yeah. All yellow. It's all ripstop. All like good quality stuff. I love the colors, bright ass yellow. Like that's gonna be a dope ass summer shoe. Mm. Um, For real. If you want to know more about that, hit up what you got on YouTube. Big plug. But um, <laughs> I also got a cleaner from a local uh, company called Foamy. That's F O M I, uh, local to Toronto. And um, I tried cleaning a pair that I copped from the homie Kev, aka Kev to the J. B, I think I messed that up. K to but, the JB, um, I think. K to the JBS, that's what it is. Yeah, K to um, the JB. So he hooked me up with a pair of uh, Polka Squares Air Max 1s. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. And they were, like, he cleaned them up a little bit, but I just did a little bit more cleaning, also because I wanted to test out the cleaner. Mm. Cleaner is pretty good. It does its job. However, when I started to wipe, um, like, where the blue is, like, on the mudguard... I saw some blue come off on the towel that I was using. Ooh. So I don't know if that's Ooh. the strength of the shoe cleaner or the it's the, the age of the shoe. Yeah. It could be both. But either way, the shoe still yeah. looks perfect. The cleaner worked well. Um, but yeah, shout out to those two brands and shout out to Kev for hooking me up with those uh, Polka Squares. Always wanted those. Mm. Damn, you were busy. Nice. Uh, so for me... I believe it was the uh, the first week that we were on hiatus. I it's it snowed like crazy one good like one time it snowed like really good, and I yeah. wore my my sale ones that I had worn for the every day for the last seven years. It feels like, and my feet got wet and cold, oh. and I was like, I've been quite vocal that I do not endorse sneaker boots or ACG or boots in general. I've always <sighs> been a self proclaimed non boot wearer. And I had had enough. I say I had had enough. My toes were cold. My feet were wet at work. And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done with this. I, I have to stop being hard headed. I am close enough to a grown adult that I can buy a pair of boots and not feel like a dweeb. And I did such. So I, I, I searched all over Kijiji, looked on all over the place, did my research. I, I still didn't end up with a boot. I will give you that. But I put it on my Instagram story as well. Yo, does anybody have a pair of like ACGs or something that's a little bit more water resistant, grippy, whatever? And uh, the homie flipping laces hit me up um, with a pair of uh, Huma. I see Mitch with the big fist bump. Yeah, friend of the show. I love flipping Christian. laces. 
big yeah. fan Such of the show. Dude. So uh, he hit me up yeah, with man. the Nike Humara. Uh, I believe the same colorway that Joel has. It's like a shy pink, burgundy, blue, brown. Really cool colorway. Very outdoorsy. I can definitely give it my seal of approval. I have not slipped once since I've purchased that shoe. My toes have remained dry. They are definitely a low cut. I <laughs> said I wanted a boot and I bought a shoe, but it's st- it's still an upgrade <laughs> from a uh, four-year-old sale Jordan 1s. So thank you to Christian <laughs> for that. And, and now, of course, since I bought them, it has not snowed a single time. But uh, that's fine. They will, they will last for quite some time, I'm sure. I also... Uh, yeah. So last week when I was sick, we re- I received the uh, a cool package from Adidas Canada. It was the ZX10,000 Krusty Burger, which was a really cool surprise because mm. they had been out for, I think, two or three weeks um, mm-hmm. already. And, and uh, just, yeah, they sold out. And then all of a sudden, a pair showed up at the door. I don't know if it was lost somewhere or whatever. Not to say that I expected it, but it was just the timing was strange. Um, it's everything that Alvin and anyone who owns the shoe has said it's it's amazing great shoe great theming simpsons was the shit and is the shit will be forever uh was my childhood show every every night before bed when i was in in school nine o'clock on channel 44 comedy central that was the jam so uh (laughs) shout out to adidas canada for that and then today i came home and another surprise actually from adidas canada it was the uh, a second pair of the hardened five future natural in like the coolest nice. friggin' colorway I've ever seen, like a full volt upper, and instead of the like polka dot style they uh, did on the other ones, it's like a psychedelic '70s style almost. There's like a butterfly, there's clouds, there's a dove. It's just like really, really well done. Really like that shoe. Can't wait to put that on court. You know, whenever I get a vaccine, so like 2024, I think I should be killing it in the Harden Five Future Natural, but. Uh, yeah, man. I'm excited. Thank you, Adidas Canada. Excited to play basketball. And uh, yeah, dope. Mm. Uh, Mitch, I know you said you're you're not super into the uh, personals anymore, but any pickups in general as of late? <clears throat> I mean, in, I mean, since the last episode y'all did, I did get um, from uh, Instagram seller Gusto de Ninja based <laughs> out in Japan. I got a pair of the... Uh, the Loden Nike Dunk Low SBs, beautiful in condition with the original nice. box, which is just unheard of yeah. to find in my size, which is US 11 and a half. Um, I got them for a pretty awesome price. Like, there's pairs of them going for like 1500. I definitely got them for less than that. Um, but in turn, that's like the only personal I got. I mean, I have, I mean, you guys know about the Beater Box channel. Like, I've gotten two Beater Boxes since then. Uh, I can't think of any other shoes that I got like retail hits or anything like that. I I got UNLV dunks in a couple days ago. Other than that, oh, I did get a pair of LeBron 18s. Is that what number we're on now? Are we on 18 now? Holy crap. Yeah, LeBron 18. Uh, First of all, I will say in true LeBron LeBron fashion, the box is just absolutely ginormous. Way too big for the shoe. Um, (laughs) The shoe itself is kind of cool because the, the tongue is just one big air pocket. It's really oh. weird. It's the one I got was the future. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. Medieval something or other. It was a sneakers <laughs> shock drop thing, but I grabbed them just to see them. Cause I, I was, I haven't seen a little in person yet, but it looks like a really good performance basketball shoe. Uh, but other than that, nothing, honestly, just, just stuff to sell from beater boxes. Hey, money makes the world go mm-hmm. round. I don't hate it. Um, Busy week for for the most part for everybody. All right. Next up, 
thumbs up, thumbs down in this part of the show. We give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. Zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down. And in true SB Mitch fashion, we have an SB-related thumbs up, thumbs down topic. And this one may be a tough one for some people. may not. I don't know. We'll see. Mitch looks stressed out. All right. He looks stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) This week's thumbs up, thumbs down. Last, not last week, but last time around, whenever we recorded last, we did Jordan 1 mids. Hopefully you know where this is going. I want to know thumbs up, thumbs down, Nike Dunk SB mids. (laughs) Thumbs up, thumbs down, Joel. Um, up. <laughs> I'm thumbs down. <laughs> Alvin. Uh, I am a thumbs down. Stress, <laughs> stress. All right, Mitch, bring us home. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Unequivocal. Thumbs up. Thumbs easy. Up. All right. Let's not talk about it because I don't want to. Next up, NSR, not sneaker related. <laughs> we talk about sneakers a lot. So in this weekly segment, we're going to take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant to the world of sneakers. And uh, I didn't realize this was such a hotly contested uh, subject, but apparently it is. I've, I've seen it floating around the Instagrams lately, and we love talking about food during NSR. So I had to bring it up. And I need to know... What is the correct way or the best way or your preferred way of cutting a sandwich or a piece of bread? Is it the diagonal triangle way or is it the rectangle way? You got a sandwich in front of you. Are you cutting it in half so it's two rectangles you're left with or cutting it on the angle so it's two triangles you're left with? Mitch is mm. looking at me like I have eight heads. I, maybe he thinks it's obvious, or maybe he doesn't eat sandwiches. I don't know. Um, Alvin, what about you? What, we'll start with you, Alvin, because I'm sure you're you're quite heavily cutting sandwiches for Kaya. How are we cutting the sandwiches, Alvin? I like to cut them on a diagonal because with some of the containers, it doesn't fit like a regular sandwich. So when you cut it on a diagonal, you kind of you're you're able to elongate it and make it fit. Uh. Also, if if you're if you're having a dinner party and you're not fancy in making sandwiches for people, you make it fancy by cutting it diagonally <laughs> and presenting it a certain way and you're good to go. And that's that's my uh that's my reasoning for cutting it diagonally. So you're saying rectangular sandwiches are just too juvenile for you. You are yes. up, an upgraded human and you are I am a cook. I'm a sandwich <laughs> yeah. cooker. <laughs> Alvin, Alvin cuts his sandwich on a diagonal sandwich. and then does the chef's kiss. Like, ah, yes, masterpiece. <laughs> diagonal triangle sandwich. So I'm going to... So here's my thing. I have a, a more long-winded answer. Actually, that was a pretty long-winded answer from Alvin, too. Typically, if the sandwich does not need to be dipped in anything, it will be cut rectangularly into two rectangles if it is like a grilled cheese or something it will be cut on an angle because the corner of the sandwich it's easier to dip in like a ketchup or whatever you're dipping it into the corner is ideal mitch is leaving now i don't know if he's upset or he's upset that i dip my sandwiches in ketchup whatever he was almost at the door grilled cheese or something like that diagonal cut so you can dip easier it's it's a very good bite like a piece of pizza you can bite it from the corner easier. So I'm going to go with that. There's, there's a double answer for me. Mitch is like 
chomping at the bit to get Mitch his answer. Mitch is mad right now. So I can't let him answer yet. Uh, Joel, what about you? How do you cut your bread slash sandwiches in half? Which which angle? Uh, man, these 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 crazy Canadians, eh, Mitch? <laughs> okay, so what I do is I cut it diagonal like this, and then I cut the other diagonal like this. Oh, you're a four. So I have like Ooh. a pizza. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Mitch doesn't like Canadians anymore. Because <laughs> Joel wants to just like popables. It's like a it's a one pop boom boom boom. I like that. No, I'm okay with that. That's with when that. you when you want to eat more, you cut it smaller so you can eat more and not feel as bad about yourself. That's the way to Ooh. do it. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Mitch. Go ahead, please. Air your air your sandwiches yeah, you, you, you do is that I have, first of all, I have a very sandwich-heavy diet. I will say I have eaten three sandwiches, both of the peanut butter and jelly and also non-peanut butter and jelly variants. Uh, <laughs> I have, you know how I cut them? With my teeth in my mouth while I'm oh. eating them. <laughs> That's the best way. Yeah. That's the best way. <laughs> Gotta do it. I mean, I, uh, yeah. I don't know how to answer. I like, I've never, I, I mean, I understand do you guys all cut your sandwiches like for real? Do you not just like eat them? Sometimes I'll uh, I'll leave it as a full piece, but I just like it's too it's a lot, man. It's too fa- I don't want two hands. I want one hand. Two hands on a full sandwich is just a lot for me. I would prefer to to have it cut wow. and be able to use one hand. This is fascinating. <laughs> I'm if really? I if I somehow get dual citizenship and somehow end up as a ha- half Canadian. <laughs> I'm probably gonna get kicked out because I don't cut my sandwich. We're gonna need I to do, do understand. A... I do understand the point of cutting it diagonally if you're gonna be dipping it in like an au jus. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, ketchup though. Nice. What? You don't do ketchup with your grilled cheese? <laughs> no. Oh my god. You guys put potato chips on your sandwiches though? Maybe on a burger. Sometimes. On deli. On deli. Like a deli, yeah, like a deli. Sandwich. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what other yeah. sandwiches besides deli are there besides like peanut butter and jelly? Oh, grilled cheese. Yeah, that. Nah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is buck wild to me. I don't know how to. I'm I'm blown away by this question. I do love that. True I'm, size, I'm blown away by the size. answers. <laughs> it's life change. We need okay. to do like a poll. But we need to have like a geographic specific poll now because maybe Americans just don't cut their their bread slash their sandwiches. I don't know. Hey. Maybe it's an American thing. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. Only we cut bread. Maybe we're just more civilized and we want to have, you know, like more bite-sized <laughs> portions. You guys just want to, as soon as it's made, it's like, I can't wait. Give me the whole Americans thing. Americans don't have time to cut their bread because they're too busy avoiding bankruptcy from medical bills and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, school bills. <laughs> you guys just don't cut your sandwiches because it's your freedom. It's your right to be able to not cut your sandwich. It is, yeah, it is my. We can't, afford, we can't afford knives because we had to go see we had to go see the doctor for a sore throat, and now we owe them four hundred and twenty six thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it is my God given right to eat a full sandwich. I will not cut it. <laughs> that is for the French. All right. So we're going to move on. For, that was more than 30 seconds for sure. Mitch is, <laughs> Mitch is sweating from anger, so we have to talk about something else. Not anger. Trust we are going <laughs> to jump right in to our next segment, which is going to be 21 questions, which with our guest, Mitch 
out of Chicago, Illinois, American. So you know there's lots of Canadian questions in here to make him look <laughs> super silly. Uh, Mitch, you've listened before, so you know how this goes. You have 21 questions. Just give us your quickest answer possible. There are no right answers, but there are also no wrong answers. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Question number one, air or boost? Oh, air. Question number two, crew <laughs> socks or no-shows? Crew. Question number three, red or blue? Blue. Question number four, pineapple on pizza? Sure. <laughs> yeah, buddy. What do you mean, sure? Have you never had it? No, I've had it. Okay. So Fine. Still just guess. sure. <laughs> fine, I guess, is his answer. All right. Whatever. That's fine. Question number five. What sneakers did you wear today? Instant skateboards. Oh, he's still oh. wearing them. Oh, oh, Americans do wear shoes in the house. That's right. Perfect. We rent, uh, so you kind of have to. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Question number six. Glow in the dark or 3M? Ooh, 3M. He hated that one. Question number seven. <laughs> original boxes or drop fronts? As a storage solution, drop boxes. But I take, I take the uh, front thing off. Oh, okay. Mm. Interesting. So it's just like a shelf. Basically. Oh, interesting. Question number eight. Can you name three provinces in Canada? Saskatchewan, Ontario. <laughs> why, why am I blanking right now? Oh, British Columbia. There we go. Hey. I can't believe the hey. first one was Saskatchewan. That's the most impressive part about that. That's insane. <laughs> Is it just because it's a funny I name, I think? All right. Question number nine. Dunk high or dunk low? Uncle Oh, that was the quickest answer we've ever received in <laughs> 21 guest in history. Twist, question number 10. What is uh, the most you've paid for a pair of sneakers? You don't have to say how much you paid for the sneaker, but what was the sneaker? Ooh, $800. $800. That's pretty good, all things considered. That is pretty good. Yeah, question yeah. number 11. What sneaker do you wear the most? Honestly, a Nike SB Bruin React Low. Oh, okay. In a white and black colorway. Mm -hmm. Comfy. Comfy for days. Question number 12. Air Max 90 or Air Max 1? Air Max 1. Question number 13. What is 45 times 22? (laughs) (laughs) You're closing. He's closing his eyes. He's actually thinking about it, everybody. Because he's carrying it over. 990. Oh, my God. That's correct. Oh my god! I don't even want to continue the podcast anymore. That's <laughs> this is too much you're for talking, me. Right? You're talking to someone who takes care of his own books. Oh my god! Nine hundred and ninety. That is correct. Question number fourteen. You caught me off guard with the correct answer. Question number fourteen. Who is the prime minister of Canada? Justin Trudeau. Question number fifteen. Who is the most influential person in sneakers right now? Justin Trudeau. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, influential person in sneakers right now? Wow, that's really tough. I don't want to say Travis Scott because I can't stand him. <laughs> mm. You know the answer. <laughs> you know. Tom Shum. Tom no, Shum. <laughs> um. Net magnetism. Wow, that's really tough. It only gets tougher for me. I can't believe you literally almost immediately answered 45 times 22, and it's taking you this long to answer who is the most influential person in sneakers. 
I don't know. I honestly can't think of anybody. That's fine. Not anyone I feel comfortable saying. Because he knows the actual answer. He just doesn't want to say What it. is That's the actual good. answer? I want to know. I feel like it's probably, right now, it's probably Travis Scott, I think. Yeah. I would say. Um, but if you don't want to say his name, like it's like Voldemort, that's fine. You don't want to say it. That's yeah, perfect, perfectly acceptable. I don't think Voldemort kisses like that, but yeah, okay. Um, question number 16, who is your favorite sneaker YouTuber? My favorite sneaker YouTuber? I honestly don't watch much sneaker YouTube, so that's actually a really tough choice. Uh, I mean, just because he's been a friend for a long time, uh untied hawaii we've been buddies ever since both of us started honestly he's way more successful than i am but he's also (laughs) way more driven and way more uh tuned in with with the kids tuned in with the kids that's yeah that's definitely what they call it question number 17 yeah what are three sneaker heading essentials sneaker heading essentials um shoe trees yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um two and a half gallon ziploc bags oh okay Ooh. to store loose pairs in yep okay. and i mean i'm big on sneaker cleaning so good cleaner Fair and enough. i'm legally bound to save rejuvenator <laughs> <laughs> a good a good sneaker cleaner i mean if you're wanting if you want to dumb it down and a sneaker essential honestly an eraser yeah. Whether it be yeah. magic yeah. or pencil. Because yeah. yeah. that works yeah. wonders on midsoles. Absolutely. Yeah, That's underrated. Most people don't know about that. Um, mm-hmm. Question number 18. And you are from Chicago. We've been told that Chicago wins have a really strong opinion on this. Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> ah, uh, it's... Mm, no, it's not a sandwich. What is it then? Because you, you don't cut a hot dog diagonally, <laughs> you weirdos. <laughs> You don't? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you cut it in three. <laughs> you don't put ketchup on a hot dog in Chicago. That's a big thing, too. Is that a, is that a thing in Chicago? No ketchup yeah, on a hot Chicago dog? Yeah, Chicago-style no hot ketchup? dog has basically anything you can imagine except for ketchup on it. Oh, wow. They have, these, like, they have these local things called sport peppers. They're basically little tiny peppers that are absolutely wonderful and deadly because you eat like two or three of them like right out of the jar like i do because i'm a glutton <laughs> and you're just like you're in bad shape the next day sirs <laughs> tell you that. i didn't know that no ketchup on hot dog in chicago that's probably why i haven't been invited back since i was there the first time um question number uh, 19 favorite jordan model above the aj14 16 question mm, number 20 nice. what is your number one grail Number one grail would be the uh, Dunk High Deftones. Ooh. Friends and family Ooh, release. Yes. Very good shoe. Question number 21. Would you rather receive your number one grail or three other pairs from your top 10? Number one grail. Number one. We are going number one, ladies and gentlemen. Number one in the grails, not number one in 21 questions. I'll tell you that. But uh, overall, not too bad. I'll give you your grade after we're done. But... Uh, just before we get into a little bit more discussion, we do like to know kind of what got you started in sneakers in the first place. How did you get started in this uh, really annoying and expensive passion in the first place, Mitch? <laughs> um, I never really noticed sneakers until like the mid 2000s. I mean, I'll be honest, like I'm, I don't know if all your listeners even watch my dumb channel, but I do like to crack a lot of wise on Adidas, but sneakers in general, 
like between the age of like 19 and 24, I wore nothing but shell toes. Like I, I just like the way you look down at your feet and you have a white toe cap with black, everything else. I just think that looks super cool, especially when you're skating very poorly. (laughs) Um, But then I discovered uh, I was, I went to a local shop called Ohio surf and skate when I was living in Cleveland. Um, And I saw a pair of the Daniel Shimizu dunk high. And I was like, dude, those colors are awesome. And then like the dude started talking me up. He's like, yeah, Nike just like kind of released the skateboarding line of shoes um, a couple years ago. And like, he showed me a lot of other different colorways. Like I remember seeing the barfs there. I remember seeing, um, Oompa Loompas, which is oh, I'm on my yeah. sixth pair of Oompa Loompas now. Oh, and just kind of like falling in love with the fact that they were so fun. Yeah. Um, so I collected pretty heavily until about 2008. And then it just like kind of died, like dipped off for a little bit. And then back in, in like 2013, I bought a pair of Dr. Feelgood Dunk Highs. Ooh, and I was like, yeah. I got a 10 and a half. I was like, maybe I could swing it. And I realized <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, I can't wear these. So what do I do with them? So I put them up on eBay and I actually made 13 bucks from them. I was like, oh my God, so people buy sneakers that I paid, that they buy it for more than I paid. And then I like found out about Soul Supremacy and like that's how I got into the beater box thing. So that's been going on since 2014 now. Oh wow. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah. And and the rest mm-hmm. is history, as they say. So uh Basically. what's uh what's keeping you into sneakers now? It seems like it's beater boxes, because that's uh all you do now. But uh what's what's kinda yeah. what's kinda keeping you into sneakers at this point? <clears throat> I mean, if you're going off, I mean, the simple answer is beater boxes because I really enjoy, like when I get a beater box that's filled with a bunch of dead stock sneakers, it's just not so much, it's still cool, but it's just not as fun to me because half of the reason I love what I do is getting those old pairs that someone might have like some kind of, you know, affinity for and, you know, doing my work and making my magic and making them look better than they looked coming in. So my favorite part of sneakers is just hearing the stories that people have related to, whether it be a white cement three or cool gray, cool gray 11s from 2011 or 2010, or like, you know, I, I've, I've right now I have a pair of um, flu game, flu game 12s from 96 still just hanging out. Um, Just like people might not be buying them, but they'll like hit me up and be like, dude, that's so cool that you have those. Like, just hearing the history attached, not so much the history of sneakers attached to it, but the history that people tie into the sneakers that yeah. they see just get a, a nostalgic feel for. Like, I think that's just so cool. And it's just, it's, it just kind of proves that everyone has a different approach to what, regardless of model or, or what year, or what colorway, like everyone has a different approach to what they like. And I think that's what makes it such a beautiful thing is that, it is subjective. Like there's no such thing as a bad sneaker or a good sneaker because it's all subjective. It's like art. I'm not saying sneakers are art except for cause fours because those are art. But <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 there's no right or wrong answer when it comes to sneakers. Like they're all, they're all good in their own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just hearing how people get to that end point is what makes me, what keeps me going, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
You nice. are the nice. You're an honorary Canadian for sure. I see why you are. We always find the nice Americans, man. We always find a way <laughs> to, to weed weed out the good ones, and uh, we always get them on the podcast. That's that's a dope I mean, answer. That's kind of how. I mean, that's kind of how. Like, I got. I mean, into like the scene with you guys. Like, like I got to give massive props and shout outs to like all my dudes up there. Like. Uh, flipping laces, Steez, yep. even Kukanda, yeah. Rahul, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. those Rahul. dudes. Yeah, uh, Chef Kreisel, you guys know yeah. him too. Kellen's hey. really good. He yeah, actually, man. when I was up there for Christian's event, like he drove me around, like took me to get nice. vegan donuts. Like, who does that? <laughs> Kellen does because he's an awesome dude. Correct. And even yeah. just like guys like like Tom uh, from NetMag and like and Jaren from Parlor. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so many cool people. Even Kanatsky, I've only met him once, but he was just like. Dude, I'm a huge fan. I'm like, of what? I don't do anything. Like, you're the you're the you're the mad scientist here. Like, I don't do anything. Like, how are you you're a fan of me? And like you guys too. Like, like it's just like I will say that all you guys and those people that I all mentioned like had a huge influence on kind of keeping me with it because those stories that I mentioned that that keep me interested like most of the really good stories are from all of you. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> pretty awesome. Like I said, right. we, we find the good ones, guys. We did it again. We we have found another good American. We'll add you to the list, the Christmas card list, where you're good to go. You have your honorary <laughs> Canada card for sure. Um, so what about what about YouTube here? Because you kind of make fun of yourself. You kind of joke yeah. that uh, you don't belong on YouTube or like you don't watch any sneaker YouTube. Like you're kind of like that whole like, you call yourself the sneaker boomer. Like you're, you have the a very a very entertaining YouTube channel. I'll give you that. I do enjoy it. Um, as someone who also doesn't partake in sneaker YouTube all that often, but uh, what what kind of got you into that? Uh, seems out of character, but it seems very in character at the same time. Like what kind of yeah. got you into that? Um, I mean, I'll be flat out honest. Untied Hawaii got me into it because he and I were like early days of beer boxes when Soul Supremacy had them. Like they didn't have a membership. They were just like, Hey, we're going to release beater boxes on the site on Friday. And like there was a point in time where you could just order them by size. Like you could order a size 11 beater box. And that was, those were good old days, man. Wow. But like he started doing videos and I'm like, is this something I should like? I DM him. I'm like, is this something that like you like doing? He's like, yeah, man, it's fun. Why not try it out? And at this point I was already like 34 years old. So like, I didn't know that YouTube is basically TV for people that, still have working knees but it's just it's fascinating to me and like honestly what keeps me going for with youtube is i really really genuinely enjoy number one connecting with people that like get what i'm doing because i i mean it's like what lawrence said like i kind of make fun of myself and make fun of sneaker culture because a lot of it is cornball as hell but (laughs) I, I genuinely enjoy the editing process. Like I really actually enjoy the behind the scenes editing process, editing videos, editing the sound. Like, like if anyone has ever seen my videos, like I have a, sh- a shtick where I do like a floating sponge monkey from the old Quiznos commercials and they do something <laughs> different every week, basically. And I just think that's, that's what I really like doing. And like, I honestly, the whole like on, on camera persona thing I do, like, that's kind of like I tried to keep doing it during the pandemic because we're not having much social interaction mm-hmm. before the pandemic. I was doing improv classes. So that was like a way to like get out and like create in a different environment than four 
bright lights on my face and like a camera in front of me. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's to kind of keep me talking, I guess, even if I'm talking to a, what looks like a robot. (laughs) (laughs) And YouTube, like, I don't know. I, I, my YouTube is not, I'm not dedicated to growing on YouTube. If anything, I use the channel as like a marketing tool for the website and for the stuff that I sell through the beater boxes, because I tried to like take it seriously for a bit. Like I got into like hype beast stuff and Supreme and I was just like, wow, I'm miserable doing this. Yeah. As soon as I got rid of that stuff and just kind of like decided not to really quote unquote care. Mm-hmm. That's I'm like, okay, cool. I'm having fun again. Sweet. Yep. That sounds uh, in a nutshell, like this podcast. I'll tell you that. I think that anyone who creates would re- like echo that exact same thing where it's like, once it becomes yeah. fake or on inauthentic or like it f- feels like a job, then it's it's not fun anymore. Like you talk to even big yeah. creators, like even Tong, for example, like from that magnetism, he still has a full time job because he doesn't want the stress mm-hmm. of it being his only thing because he enjoys it so much. So that's for any young creators out there. It's it, if you want to take it seriously, just prepared for it to stress you out like your regular job does. Like it's not all of a sudden you're going to quit your job and you're going to be a creator and everything's going to be hunky dory packages showing up and just having fun. all. It's going to stress you out just the same as your other quote unquote regular job did. Just be prepared for that for sure. Um, But the, the, the mystery slash the beater boxes, like I've never been into that. I, I don't know if it's most more so probably because I, buy to wear like i buy to keep my stuff and buying a box of stuff that's not necessarily my size or not knowing what i'm getting would kind of stress me out and give me anxiety but like give us the rundown here like what goes into it do you i know you do it very regularly so it must be somewhat lucrative in the long run but uh like how did it get going why are you still doing it like any crazy stories of some cool stuff you showed us a cool pair um in our intermission of something very cool so there must be some cool things that show up from time to time but uh what's the skinny on this whole thing um, I mean, it's, I mean, I'll be honest, it's my main source of income right now because it's just, it's that lucrative. Like the way Soul Supremacy prices out their boxes is a lot different than a lot of places that try to do mystery boxes. Um, but I, I mean, it, it just comes back to the fact that like, of like what I was talking about getting worn pairs, like that's what I really, really, really enjoy is, is the whole, like, I'm not, I'm not a re- restore person by any means, like, I can't do paint stuff. I can't do like reglues and stuff like that, but I do clean shoes and I kind of just try to give them a second life, I guess you could say. Um, but the beater box thing, like I just, I just still have fun doing it. So it's like what we said before, like I really genuinely enjoy doing it. Even if I wasn't doing the videos, I would still like doing it. Like I get a box a week. Um, I try to stick in like the $500 to like $900 range. Cause those seems to be the best returns. But um, every once in a while, like a one thousand dollar box or one thousand two hundred dollar box will like sneak in. Sometimes have cool stuff, but it's always like really like hyped stuff, like off white collabs or like like a red stripe Yeezy or something that I just don't care about. But people will pay four hundred to five hundred dollars for. Um, I have gone kind of crazy and gotten like there was a four thousand dollar box that I got that had a pair of dead stock. <laughs> Uh, Louis Vuitton Kanye West Jaspers in the patchwork Ooh. colorway. Um, and I still have because you can't sell those anywhere, basically. Nope. Um, and the second most expensive box I got was like $3,600. And those had those had off-way Jordan 1s in them. And I actually Damn. sold through those and I like keep my books straight. And I, I my return on that box 
was something like 38%. So I spent oh, wow. $3,600 and I made like 1400 bucks on it. That's pretty good. It's pretty That's cool. Like, yeah. Pretty good. And like, all I had to do was like clean, clean up shoes and take pictures on goat or for my website. And that's yeah. basically it. But um, yeah, if I didn't, if I honestly didn't have these beater boxes from soul supremacy, like I would kind of be screwed. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I would have to figure out some way else to get pairs and stuff like that, which I, I can, like, I can just reach out to people and say like, Hey, you're selling a collection. I'll buy it for this much or whatever. Um, but long-term, I mean, there is an expiration date on what I'm doing and I'm hoping to eventually move to Europe. So I won't have to do that stuff anyway, but oh. um, that's just a long-term goal Ooh. that my girlfriend and I've talked about, but um, I'm sorry. With, Fiona, with, sorry. With, with hopefully a stop in Canada on the way. One, one, last, yes. one last yes. ride. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I'm hoping to uh, attend just kicking it 2021 beauty. Yeah, buddy. Um, and just for anybody listening, the whole beater box thing. Cause I, I'm not sure if everybody knows what it is. Essentially, you're buying a mystery box full of sneakers that you don't know what they are in whatever size they want, I think, in whatever condition they want, in just sort of a price range that they see fit. Uh, You could make money. You could break even. You could, I'm sure, lose money as well, depending on what was in there. But that's essentially the, uh, in essence, that's what it is, right? Yeah, basically. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's like the answer you were looking okay. for. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that everyone was on the same page. I started talking was. about philosophy and how you weirdos cut your sandwiches. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I will say there are a lot of places to find mystery boxes and buy them. Um, for anyone that's looking to get into it, do your research, do a heavy amount of research. There are limited, very, very limited options in Canada. Yep. for that kind of stuff i do know yeah, that correct um mm-hmm. but mystery unboxings especially with sneakers is just such a huge thing on youtube i honestly didn't even know like when i got like to i think like my 50th video i didn't really know sneaker youtube was a thing and then everyone's like oh look at this and look at this and like everyone's like oh this is former simpson this is <laughs> kai somar this is seth fowler mm-hmm. who i actually became really good friends with because we lived in philly at the same time and like <clears throat> Uh, it just it just blows my mind that something like that has such it's it's such a like big genre that has good things but a lot more bad about it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that yeah we can leave it at that. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and just like to kind of round everything out, so you are your nickname is SB Mitch. Mm-hmm. You you clearly like dunks as uh. Mm-hmm we can see behind you and as we did on stacks we talked about dunks for half an hour what what are your thoughts here on the uh, whole dunk resurgence and hype are you uh old man not down with it are you like it's okay it's giving shine to the silhouette that i love what are, where's your stance on this whole thing this is your chance to vent about it you can talk about the kids get off my lawn whatever you want okay. I, I don't really have a problem with it i mean it's like most fashion is cyclical anyway so this was bound to happen eventually yeah um, I think it's absolutely <clears throat> frustrating and fascinating the effect that Travis Scott does have on it's crazy. Yeah, we've, like but we've seen it before. Yeah, exactly. With Kanye, the same thing. But I think it's also like it's just a result of not only just dunks, but like I mean, you see the Air Force One low being huge right now. Mm-hmm. You see even Jordan One lows are like massively important to people right now. Yeah. So I think it's just 
it's just the trend of low cut sneakers being in right now. And I'm, I'm interested to see what the next like wave is, but as far as like dunks in general, like I'm looking over at my collection right now, like I don't, I have no problem with it. I mean, it's harder to get shoes, but at the same time, it's like, Oh, I didn't get the sneakers. I kind of wanted in the moment, but in a week I won't care about them. So it's like, Oh, cool. You just saved me from spending 110 USD. Yeah. BFD man. Like, Hey, that's actually, you're doing me a favor in most situations. So yeah, I I think the only thing that's annoying about it is just the people that do it to look cool. Like, yeah, like the people that are like I, I I sympathize with people that like like genuinely like dunks and dunk SBs that may have sorry SB dunks. I'm still not used to that. <laughs> We're like the people that actually genuinely like it because they think it's a cool silhouette and it's like cool like things what they do with it. Like like there's a Homer Simpson based dunk low. Like that's cool. Like like Simpsons collabs always do well. And even though it's not a Simpsons collab, like it's it's inspired by the Simpsons. So that's like yeah. fun. And that's what the sneakers are supposed to do. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> um, but the fact that like some of the, like older, older heads are like, you never skated off. You never cared when about, you know, when the cherry blossoms were sitting in stores. Like, I just think that's counterproductive and just like, I think it's, it's just, I have no problem with people getting into it. And I think it, stuff like that deters people from getting into a hobby or a passion that, you know, I feel so strongly about and just, mm. it brings negativity into it. And I just don't like that because there shouldn't be negativity surrounded by something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, they're just gloves you put on your feet. You know what I mean? Like who cares? <laughs> Foot gloves, guys. Foot, Basically. Like that. Foot gloves. Like that. Foot gloves. I'm going to open a shoe store. Shoddy, shoddy. I'm calling my shoe store foot gloves. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's the correct answer. Don't gatekeep. Like it's it's showing love to a silhouette that you love or we all love that a lot of people love, and it's making for like if this dunk resurgence doesn't happen, we don't get chunky donkeys last year. If this dunk resurgence doesn't happen, we don't get golden rods or whatever the whatever St. John's or whatever it's called. Like yeah. all those things don't come back. Yeah. Be true to your school doesn't come back. Dunks aren't sitting in Foot Lockers again like they were in 2010. So there's ups and there's downs. You got to deal with it. It's sneaker culture. It's Foot Gloves. Who cares? Um, the, only, the only thing I really have to gripe about is like, it seems like a lot of the inspirations for shoes that they're coming up with lately have been just like kind of weird. Like this is a brand that did, you know, a steel reserve Miller high life <laughs> Jameson dunk. And now they're doing like Nautic Hennessy yeah. and now they're doing these car dunks, which don't get me wrong. They're all cool. But I just don't remember when sneakers and skaters were like, yes, cars, Porsche, yes, <laughs> Hennessy. <laughs> well it's the bag i i think that it's it's it would be uh quote unquote as the kids would say their nike would be securing the bag but uh hey (laughs) the same way that that sb mitch is securing the bag with his beater boxes nike is securing a a significantly larger bag by collaborating Mm -hmm. on these uh shoes that don't really have a whole lot of meaning but sell out anyways uh mitchell man this was fun I don't know if I yeah. call you, I don't know if we're cool enough now to call you Mitchell, but we're gonna go full full government Mitchell. This was awesome. Um, hopefully, we can do it again sometime, man. This was really yeah, for Maybe sure. In person, we'll all come to Chicago. Sleep sleep on your couch. Uh, we got our homie uh, Manny out there. We can sleep on his couch too, and uh, we'll do it up. This this was fun, <laughs> man. This was really really fun. Thank you a lot. Yeah, yeah thank man. you for having me on. Like I I mean I told you guys in 
before in the before times, like I've been listening since whenever I moved. I don't even know what year that was. I don't want to say it because I don't want to look like an idiot and be like, well, actually, we started the podcast after that. It was like 2018 (laughs) or 2017 or something. Sounds about right. But like, I mean, it was it was just like it, it listening to this podcast gives me a very nostalgic feeling just like with shoes like because it was just there was such a huge thing in my life happening at that time when i got introduced to true to size so this is an absolute honor with an ou in it to be on this Ooh, podcast americans spelling things the right way you know we did some <laughs> baby all right well thank you again mitch and wherever you guys are taking in this episode please leave a comment review follow and or subscribe make sure you check out canadagotsold.ca to shop the latest cgs merch peep the youtube for our latest videos and check out cgs talk on facebook to chop it up with us of course do not forget to use hashtag canadagotsold on instagram for a feature i have been lawrence hopkins you can find me at l doggy styles on instagram woof I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J-O underscore D-3-O's N-E-Y. My name is Alvin Quincy, and you can find me at M-I-S-T-E-R-Q and then Mart. And Mr. Mitch, where can they find you everywhere? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at SBXMitch. And you can find my videos at YouTube.com slash SBMitch and SBMitch.com. Dot com. He's on the www, my friends. Check him out. Thank you yeah, for listening buddy. to us talk about sneakers for 158 episodes. Please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS and SB Mitch, and we are out. Peace. Boom, boom, boom. Bro, that was fun. That was really, yeah, really, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, do you guys need my address for the check or what? <laughs> <laughs>